It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Mark Allison is the executive chef of culinary innovation at the Cabarrus Health Alliance. He's the former executive chef for the Dole Food Company and former dean of culinary arts for Johnson and Wales University. A native of England, he's the father of three boys, Jonathan, Matthew, and James. And he's the author of a book titled, Three Boys and a Chef. Simple, delicious, and nutritious. Family cooking made easy. And Mark's joining me today on Amy's Table to talk about what it means to have a powerful pantry. Welcome, Mark. Hi, Amy. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. You too. Well, I've got to say, if you open your pantry and you've got, you know, cocoa puffs and saltines and chicken noodle soup in a can, that's really not going to take you very far, is it? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, uh, it it will in one way. uh, It might shorten your life. Oh, yeah. Being a little bit serious about it, but, you know, it's not going to take you far health-wise. Uh, it's amazing when I have people around at my house for dinner or they come around for a chat and they say, let's have a cup of coffee. And I'll say, so grab the coffee, it's in the pantry. And they open my pantry doors and they're shocked that there's no boxed cereal, there's no cans of uh, food as such, uh, or definitely no dried noodles. Um, but it, it, it's amazing. Uh, I am a great believer in freshness uh, and I try to use fresh ingredients whenever I cook. And I think we need to look at the emphasis of being, uh, let's get away from all this packaged uh, food that we eat because it's all in a plastic container or cardboard box. And if you read the label, it really isn't very good for us because it's packed with fat, sugar and salt and chemicals that you cannot even pronounce. And they're there to add flavor or to preserve the, the product. You know, it's amazing that you can buy a box of cereal and the expiry date is a year from now. Oh, I me, know. To me, that doesn't tell you it's a good product. I know. Then when when the fact that says added vitamin and minerals, well, they're added because all the actual fresh vitamin and minerals have been processed out of that product. So now they've added chemicals, and chemicals don't actually work exactly the same as fresh does. And your body doesn't know what to do with them. It wasn't born, programmed, or evolved to handle all those chemicals. Well, it's true. There are things where when I see things even further out than a year, not necessarily cereal, but all kinds of things, I'm like, oh, my God, you could hand these down to the next generation, and that's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right, right. especially when Halloween's going around. You never know what's going to creep out of the woods. Yeah. uh, More than likely, it's been something that's been eaten a lot of processed then entire lives yeah. because uh, it is creepy for you. If you, if you think about the uh, epidemic we've got on our hands with type 2 diabetes, it, it did not exist 50 years ago and it's on the same rise as processed foods. So, you know, th- that basically tells you something's wrong with our food supply. Yeah, uh, That's why I'm all about freshness. If you can buy something that's fresh and it hasn't got an FDA label stuck on it, then more than likely it's going to be good for you. Yeah. But so there are things that would stay in our pantry that are not necessarily from the produce department that would really help to take our food to, you know, make good tasting food, make healthy food. I I love your list. You've got things like extra virgin olive oil, vinegar, sea salt, dried herbs and spices, local honey, um, you know, herbs or excuse me, nuts and seeds and dried fruit. Those are important too. But let's talk about on the fresh side of things. What should we keep in our fridge? Uh, you know, I 
usually do my sh- shopping either on a Saturday or Sunday, and I buy things that will last the week. Uh, but then freshness, I normally try to buy day to day. But like anything, I've got three boys to look after, just like a lot of people. Uh, time is very important. So fresh things, buy lots of fresh fruits and vegetables. Just the fact that they're in the fridge, that when your children open that fridge, they'll see all that color all that nutrition that's already packed inside that product, then they can just reach in and take a snack. Uh, so a lot of things that are in my fridge are basically fruits and vegetables that will last a few days to a week. Uh, and then I usually portion uh, fruits and vegetables up so the boys can just reach in and grab a Ziploc bag full of already prepared vegetables. So let's say you've got those prepared vegetables. It's nice to keep things like hummus or tzatziki sauce in there, or if yep. you want to add something a little with a little bit of bite, like an olive or a pickle or some fermented fruit foods like kimchi, things like that are good to keep on hand too. Oh, exactly, Amy. Uh, and the more the better, the variety for the kids. It's it's amazing that if you actually let the kids roam around in that fridge and try something different every day, they're going to have an interest in food. And when you consider that food is a life skill, our children need to know what is good for them and how to prepare it. So if you actually get the kids in the uh, kitchen at least one day a week or two or three days if you possibly can, that might spark an interest in their new way of thinking about food. And we've all seen these kids growing up. My three boys love food and they love trying something new, but it's been from an early age. And if you can get them at that early age and get them interested in food, and you can see on social media now, there's a lot more children having that interest in food and trying something new each day, which is fresh and nutritious. Absolutely. And, you know, I know that you approve of things in the freezer, like frozen vegetables really are often just as good as fresh. But I like that you also talk about having homemade baked goods. I used to make pancakes on the weekend for my kids, and I'd make extra. We'd eat them that Uh morning, but I'd make extra and freeze them in stacks of three between parchment paper, and they could take them out and make them as a really easy, you know, weekday breakfast or whatever. But I love this idea of filling your freezer with frozen foods, but not necessarily from the market, maybe things that you've made. Can you talk a bit about that? You know, every Sunday uh, I do my prep for the week, uh, snacks, and every Sunday I bake. So one week it might be banana bread or granola bread or a coffee cake. And there's four of us in our family plus the dog. The dog never gets a treat, unfortunately, apart from like a a dried biscuit. Uh, But there's four people in our family that are going to have a treat at least once a week. So we'll have a slice of whatever I've baked on a Sunday, which is tradition in my family because my mother used to always bake on a Sunday. But the leftovers, I do exactly the same as you. I slice it up put some parchment paper on, put it in a Ziploc bag, and then put it in the freezer. And then every now and again, I will take, say, a slice of banana bread out for each of the boys and leave it in the fridge. So it's defrosted overnight. When they get back from school, they can just reach in, and they've got something nutritious. I think that's such a great idea. You know, for me, I I still love to bake. I don't bake as much as I used to, but I do love to bake. And I like to do, say, my favorite chocolate chip cookies, and I will make a whole recipe of it, 
I will portion it into all of the cookie forms, you know, scoop it into the cookies, uh-huh. yep. and I'll freeze it on a baking sheet, not wrapped. I let it be frozen solid, uh-huh. and then I take all the little frozen balls of dough and throw them in a bag and write what it is in the bake time. And that way, if we want a cookie, we can take out two cookies or four cookies bake. and bake them up and not be tempted by... 24 cookies that you think, oh, I'll just have one more. Oh, just another, just another. (laughs) Amy, that is so right. That's normally what happens, especially with the cookies. You know, you're not going to stop at one. No. But if if you've got them uh, wrapped in a bag in the freezer, then you just, if you like one cookie, you take one cookie out and that's what you bake. Yeah. You know, and it's so convenient and it's a lot more healthier than having half a dozen. So true. So I think, you know, to kind of sum this powerful pantry idea up, though, you've got to have planning. You've got to know what you're going to eat. You've got to have the ingredients in the house to create what you're going to eat. And that comes with some stock items that are in your cupboard, in your fridge, in your freezer. And then just take those baby steps every time you're meal planning. And if you're looking for inspiration where to get those baby steps, you've got to follow Mark Allison's blog. You can also get the book, Three Boys and a Chef, Simple, Delicious, and Nutritious, Family Cooking Made Easy. And Mark, where can we send people for more information about you in the book? Uh, you can find more information on my blog at chefmarkallison.com. You can find the book on Amazon and Kindle. Uh, and I'm sure, I am hoping it will inspire other people to get in the kitchen and cook, cook and work and enjoy the food with their children. I know it will. It's great stuff, Mark. And thank you so much for joining me on Amy's Table. Thank you, Amy. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com.